Hey, it's Chris Terry. Have you been to the new Gen Z merch store? If you haven't, you got to check it out. We have so much cool stuff from all your favorite shows like Six Minutes, Mars Patel, Becoming Mother Nature, and more. Check out the store on our website at gzmshows.com. Two people claim to know everything about something, but only one knows anything. President Roosevelt wore an anti-gravity belt. Dinosaurs had two brains. Lucky kids live on Mars and go to school in flying cars. Or at least they will one day. Believe me, I'm a historian. An astronaut or drive a DeLorean. Would I lie? It's hard to say. Hands on fire. Hands on fire. One's a liar. The other is telling the truth. Hands on fire. Hands on fire. It's down to the wire. Can you figure out who's who? From Needles, California, this is Pants on Fire. And now, here's your host, Deborah Goldstein. Welcome to Pants on Fire, the game show where kids choose between the flattering, tailored tour of truth and the shabby, ill-fitting culottes of lies. I'm your host, Deborah Goldstein, and in the studio today is our sound effects robot, Lisa, which stands for Live In-Studio Audience. And your name is an acronym too, Deborah. No, it's actually just a name. Are you sure it doesn't stand for drinking egg yolks before operas rarely accentuates harmonies? (laughs) Definitely not. Deborah is just my name. Well, be cooler the other way. Probably. But can you also tell us, Lisa, how our game works. Okay, and all of this is an acronym too, so look it up on the website (laughs) afterwards. Every week, we bring on two grown-ups. One is an expert. The other, I'm sorry about this, that other person is a liar. And it's the job of a human child to help us figure out who is who, because no one can spot a liar better than a kid. We hope... What are we lying about today, Deborah? We are lying about sewing, the activity of making or mending with thread and needle. Lisa, do you know much about sewing? I actually have a distant cousin who's a sewing machine. Uh, a great machine, uh, really good with a needle and a pretty good sense of humor. Huh. So when you're together, you're always in stitches? Uh, wait, okay. is that a... Is that a joke? Forget it. It's fine. Okay. Um, Maybe we could just move on and you can tell us about our contestant today. Okay. Okay, All right. Our human child contestant is an 11-year-old who loves reading science fiction and loves to skateboard, Simon Hardiman. Hey. Hi, Simon Hardiman. Hello. Hi, Simon Hardiman. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for asking. So tell me, skateboarding, can you do any tricks on a skateboard? Uh, I recently started after I found a skateboard in my garage, but uh, not many. <laughs> not many, but not you many. can actually get on there and stay on there for a while yeah. while it's moving? Yeah. That's a trick. That's pretty impressive, I think. And sci-fi, sci-fi fiction. Do you like that, Lisa? Do you like science fiction? Uh, We just call it autobiography. Right. (laughs) But yeah. Excellent. Well, we want to know a few more facts about you, but we're going to do it pants on fire style. With a game we call Two Truths and a Lie. That means you're going to tell us three facts about yourself, and two of those facts will be true. One of them will be a lie, and Lisa's going to figure out which one is the lie. Right, Lisa? I'm going to do it like a laser. I think you are. Okay, Simon, what are your three facts? 
Number one, uh, me and my twin brother were trying to make like a house when we were like four. And so he dropped like the this long wooden board before I did and like this rusty nail went straight into my leg. Ow. Oh my gosh. Okay, fact number two, which I hope is not as horrible sounding. Go ahead. Uh, the fact number two is that I'm a EU citizen. EU, which, what does that mean? It's like, EU. Uh, European. European, oh, European. Okay, European citizen. Okay, that's number two. Okay, what's the third one? Uh, me and the rest of the chorus in my school, we all sang at the largest concert, like, for schools. Wow. And there were over, like, 8,000 kids. Oh, my gosh. All of these sound unbelievable. I don't know. What do you think, Lisa? Uh, if he was from Europe, his name would be Simone. <laughs> so I think that one is the lie. Okay. Which one of those is a lie? Um, the first one was a lie. That was <gasps> oh, actually good. my... That was my brother who are actually twins. And that happened to one of them? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I'm sorry to hear that, but was I'm I glad right? it didn't happen. No, you got it wrong. The first one was the lie. You could have done better that time, I, I know. I really, I, I let everyone down, all of my fans. I'm, it's okay. I'm, I'm sorry, Leesites. <laughs> Leesites. Oh, good one. Yeah, that's what they call themselves. I hadn't heard that one ever yeah. from anyone. Okay, our first expert is Douglas Savino. Douglas, please introduce yourself to Simon. Hi, Simon. I am Douglas Savino. I'm a tailor. Excellent. Very good. Thank you very much. And our next expert is Leanna Liu. Can you please introduce yourself to Simon? Hi, Simon. I'm Leanna. I run a sewing school. Interesting. Okay, Simon, what do you know about sewing? Anything? Uh, my mom used to sew and she had a machine, so that's... I... I've seen a little, but that's about it. Aren't machines awesome? <laughs> machines are awesome. And you're saying she used to sew. She no longer sews. Was there a yeah. terrible accident or something? No, she just gave up. She just gave up. What a shame. Well, maybe after today's show, she'll pick it up again. Right? Hopefully. Let's see. Those catchy sound beats have me bobbing up and down, Lisa. I know why. Why? It's hot seat time. That's right. That's when we put our experts on the hot seat while they answer Simon's questions. Lisa, who should we put on the hot seat first? Well, it's pretty obvious. Is it? Leanna Lou, because her initials are the first two letters of llama, and I love llama smoothies. <laughs> Llama smoothies? Yeah. That doesn't sound very good. Oh, don't you yuck my yum. I will try to stop doing that. Okay. Simon, do you have a question for Leanna? Um, yeah. So, um, how did you start your job? That's a good question. <laughs> I did not think this would ever be my career. I was actually a professor in a different subject, and people found out that I used to be a fashion designer, and they asked me for sewing lessons. And so I created a little class teaching sewing lessons, and it just kind of boomed from there. And now I run a studio, and I teach classes seven days a week. Doug, why did you start being a seamstress? Uh, so my, my mother's a seamstress. My grandfather was a tailor. Oh, sorry, uh, I apologize. No, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Um, seamstress really reserved for, for females. Uh, so I took on, I, I liked what my grandfather did. I liked his business. I had been in, in it growing up, and it seemed like I wanted to carry on the family tradition. So I took on being tutored and mentored by both of them. And, you know, at the age of 21, I was, uh, I was a tailor and training in Seville Row in London. 
Interesting. Have you been to London, Simon? Um, I think I was as a baby, but I can't remember. Here, I'll give you the experience. Hello, Simon, how are you? <laughs> now you're in London. Very good. No need to go. Okay, Simon, carry on. Uh, what is the hardest thing you have done, Doug? Ooh, hardest thing I've done. Uh, I think it's uh, there's a stitching called stoting, which is where you learn to cover up the outside stitch. It's not visible to anyone when they're wearing a suit. Uh, that was the hardest thing to to master when I was learning that. And I was learning it from my mother, who was a master seamstress. So I had the hardest teacher you could imagine. Hmm. So, um, Leana, how many uh, times do you prick your finger a week? Oh, that's oh. a great question. <laughs> Um, I don't know if I've ever counted. I probably, let's just say around 10 times. It's not too much. I'm, I'm pretty uh, experienced at this point, so I know not to put my finger in the way of the needle. <laughs> but would you say that everybody always pricks their finger when they're sewing? No, not at all. Not at all. I do a lot of safety lessons before we're even allowed to use the machines so oh. that everybody keeps their fingers away from the needles. The only times that people have sewed over their fingers or pricked their needles is when they're not paying attention. Mm. <laughs> we do safety lessons here before the podcast. We do? Yeah, so, so remember how like a lot of the kids will, will just jam the microphone into their eye? No, they do not do that. Don't do that. No, they don't do that. Okay, go ahead, Simon. Um, this is for the both of you. Um, what is the hardest material to work with? Time. <laughs> I will defer to Leona. Okay. <laughs> I would say silk charmeuse. Gesundheit. <laughs> It's very um, soft and slippery and a little shiny. Think of wedding dresses. Oh. Um, and because it's so soft and slippery, it's really difficult to sew. It's like sewing liquid. It just slides out from um, under the sewing machine needles. Um, what I do is I pin tissue paper to it to keep it stable so that you can sew with the tissue paper on. And when you're done, you rip it off, and there you get a straight stitch instead of a kind of a wavy stitch from the fabric slipping. Hmm. Okay, Douglas, you that question for you too. Yes, uh, mine is muslin. Uh, muslin is a a handwoven cotton. It's a very tight fabric. I use it for backing. I use it in the top of suits so that shoulders don't separate. The problem is it is uh, it can fray. So if you work toward the edges, you can get some fraying and end up having to restitch. Hmm. So when you say fray. What does that mean? The woven ends start to unravel, and it looks oh. like the end of a rug, if you will, the end oh. of a uh, rug with the uh, phrase on the end. Same thing. It's mm. like cray. It's like that guy is fray. It feels cray when it's happening, I will tell you. <laughs> oh, nice. Simon, do you have more questions? Oh, uh, yeah, a couple more. Great. Um, Doug, what kind of clothes do you usually make? So I am what's called a traveling tailor. Simon, I um, am called to do bespoke tailoring. Let me tell you what that is. There, I don't have formats. I don't have machines. Everything's made by hand. I make suits. And I've gotten good enough that, much like my grandfather, I am called to certain cities to make suits for certain individuals. Um, another one for you, Doug. Um, what kind of needle, if there is a specific needle, that you use to make your suits? I don't have any specifics. It is a standard set of needles. They don't have a fancy name. I, in fact, the set I have is the one my mother gave me uh, when I first started my own business. Leana, what is the most, like, cool, crazy story that you have from sewing? Um, I have a lot of crazy stories from when I was a bridalware designer. But in uh, my current career as a sewing school owner... Um, 
We have a lot of fun in our classes. I had a boys class for several years, and I think that the ideas the boys came up with were just so fantastic. They predominantly sewed with fabric that had dogs on it. So when we did a lesson on making t-shirts, they used every single dog fabric possible, and they ended up with t-shirts with five different dog patterns on them. But I think that <laughs> I think that really surprised me that boys only like using dog fabric. So now I buy tons and tons of dog fabrics. Is that fabric really rough? No, no. Deborah, I think you meant is that fabric really Exactly. exactly. Yeah. That's what I meant. <laughs> I think they would use more of it if it had sound effects. <laughs> hey, that's a great idea. Material that oh, has sound Oh, that's a good effects. job for yeah, me, Deborah. Right. What I could get out of here and then go like just stand next to clothing. <laughs> I like that. I'm going to invest in that. Hit me up on Etsy if you want me to make your clothes sound cool. <laughs> Doug, um, what do you love about your job? Uh, I guess the thing that's most exciting to me is as a bespoke tailor, each person, each individual is shaped differently, has different sizes, has different posture. They stand differently. That can affect how I sew their suit. So that's the exciting thing for me is when I look at a human being and I'm about to create a suit, they become a puzzle to me. And I think, how can I put this together for them in what they've described and and come out with something unique to them? Because every suit I have is unique. No two look the same. What kind of suit would you put on a robot? Oh wow, I, I've, I've I've seen Lisa. Let's just I why even go with it? Let's go to tutu. Oh tutu, Ooh, I like I it. I would love a tutu. Uh, I, I, I knew it. Nice. I knew hired. it. I got a good eye. Yeah, let's talk afterwards. <laughs> nice. It's time for the shorts on fire round when our experts have to answer as many questions as they can before time runs out. Experts, there is no time to hem or haw. So, Simon, let's start with Douglas, and you can ask your shorts on fire questions now. Name a stitch used to hem a pair of pants. Uh, That would be a stoning hitch or a sailor stitch. Name another word for pants. Trousers. What is the name of a pair of scissors with zigzag cutting edges used to cut fabric and help keep it from fraying? I'm going to pass. Who is your favorite designer? Yves Saint Laurent. When were zippers invented? 1891. What kind of seam describes the length from the bottom to the top of the leg in a pair of pants? Him. Oh, that's our time! Excellent! Woo! Okay. Simon, you're going to ask your questions for Leanna now. What is the long and loose stitch on a sewing machine used to hold the fabric in place before sewing? Basting. How long ago did humans start sewing fur, hide, and bark? I think it was 20,000 years ago. What is the tool with a forked end called that you use to remove stitches? Seam ripper. Sewing needles were first made out of what material? Bone. Which tailor sang the popular song Shake It Off in 2014? Taylor Swift. And time. <laughs> time, time, that's the time. <laughs> it's decision time. Now our contestant Simon must gather all the facts to identify our liar. Simon, who seems to be our liar, liar, pants on fire? I think that Doug is the liar. Ooh, why do you think Douglas is our liar? Well, for starters, he didn't answer a lot of the shorts on fire questions. Mm-hmm. And like um, once or twice, he would ask um, Leana to go first in the both. 
I see. Okay. Well, we're going to find out right now. Are you ready? Will the actual sewing expert please identify yourself? Me, that is correct. You got it, Simon. Very good. That is correct. Leana is the owner of a sewing school and fiber arts camp in South Orange called So Leana. Oh. Well done, Simon. Fantastic. Okay, it's time to do some fact checking. Leana, what facts did Douglas fabricate today? I have no idea what a stoting stitch is. <laughs> okay. And also muslin is this cheap fabric that's very easy to sew. Oh, I see. <laughs> Big lie. Yeah. And Douglas, what were some other facts that you shared that left us worse for wear? Oh my goodness. Um, so stoning is an actual stitch, but it might also be killed stotting. But I'll tell you what, the the inseam, not the hem. Not the hem. Inseam. It's inseam. That Shame on right. me. Oh, you knew that. It's just a new life. That's right. <laughs> That's true. My mother, my mother at 12 years old, let me look at your inseam. No, not here in the store, Mom. Right. <laughs> so it was so traumatizing you've forgotten about I did, it. That's I tried why. to push it out. That's it. <laughs> well, and a stitch used to hem a pair of pants. What's that, Leanna? You could use many stitches, right? Yeah, what would you use? Yeah, blind stitch, okay. hem stitch, or a straight stitch. Yeah. And the scissors for zigzag cutting edges. They have a fun name. Pinking mm-hmm. shears. Pinking shears. Mm-hmm. Love it. Okay, it is time to sew up our show. Thank you to our top-notch contestant, Simon, and thank you to our expert and liar, Leana, and to Douglas, and to Lisa for the custom-fit sounds. And, of course, many thanks to our listeners tuning in to Pants on Fire, where we move the needle towards truth. Pants on Fire is a production of Gen Z Media. For more great shows, visit bestrobotever.com. While you're there, you can send questions for me to read on Ask Lisa, and you can find out how you can participate. Yeah, I'm talking to you. No, 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 that guy. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And follow us on social media at Pants on Firecast for behind-the-scenes photos and more true facts. Bye! Hey, it's Chris Terry, sneaking in at the end of your show to let you know that we have a new website for Gen Z Media. GZMshows.com is our new home on the web where you can listen to all of our podcasts, buy scripts, t-shirts, mugs, and more. You can even hear trailers from our upcoming releases months before they come out. Check out the new site at GZMshows.com. That's the letter G, the letter Z, Z if you're Canadian like me, and the letter M, shows.com. Thanks again for listening. Give me a Z!